Today is Wednesday, September 7th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Information continues to trickle out about what documents were found at Mar-a-Lago in the FBI's search. A new reporting reveals that a document describing the nuclear capabilities and military defenses of a foreign government, as of this recording, we don't know which one, was among the documents found. Normally, a document of this nature would be so closely guarded that many national security officials don't even know about them and they're only supposed to be accessed in specific secure facilities with a designated officer keeping track. And yet, these extremely top secret documents just spent 18 months accessible to the unwashed masses at the tackiest country club in South Florida. Now, the obvious question is, which foreign country is it? And given that there are only eight other countries with nuclear capabilities, the list is quite small. There's China, North Korea, France, India, Israel, Pakistan, Russia, and the UK. And I think it would do us well to not piss any of them off more than we already have. Yesterday, a New Mexico judge ordered that the Otero County Commissioner and January 6th participant, Cooey Griffin, be removed from office, effective immediately. In the first decision of its kind since 1869, momentous, truly, the judge ruled that the attack on the Capitol was an insurrection and that Griffin's participation in it disqualified him for office under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, which bars any person from holding federal or state office who swore an oath to the office when entering it and then engaged in insurrection or rebellion, or gave aid or comfort to insurrectionists. Griffin not only attended the insurrection, but an eyewitness to his behavior on the 6th testified that he actually took a leadership position within the mob, and then continued to brag about his involvement while suggesting a possible repeat in the future. This is what happens when you push your Civil War reenactments just a little too far. While we're on the Kubi, let's turn to Georgia for a second. New surveillance footage that has been released shows the then-county chairwoman of the Republican Party in Coffee County, Georgia, Kathy Latham, bringing a group of data forensics experts into the county elections office the day after the insurrection. Latham, for context, was one of the 16 Republicans who signed certificates declaring Trump the rightful winner of the 2020 election, meaning she was one of the fake electors in part of the fake electors scheme. The people she brought to work with her were from an Atlanta-based forensics firm, Sullivan Strickler, which we have talked about on this podcast before, that was deployed by Trump's attorney, Sidney Powell, to seize the Dominion voting machines in Georgia to try to prove fraud. The footage also shows two technology consultants returning to the elections office later in the month. These two men are also under investigation for separate alleged breaches of voting machines in Michigan. In addition to this story being generally off the charts batshit, Experts are concerned that this could have exposed details of voting systems that hackers could use for a future election. Overall, I would say that these two men give strong Home Alone robbers vibes. The UK has a new prime minister and leader of the Conservative Party, Liz Truss. 47-year-old Truss worked as an environment secretary under David Cameron, justice secretary under Theresa May, and foreign secretary under Boris Johnson. Notably, Truss switched from liberal to conservative when she was in college, which is known colloquially as an inverse Hillary Clinton. 
Truss is Britain's third female prime minister. And as a jealous American, it is my obligation to point out that they don't need to convince millions of sexist people to vote for the lady candidate. Just a few hundred. Big union activity alert. 4,000 cafeteria workers at Google across 23 offices nationwide have joined Unite Here, a union of over 300,000 hotel and food service workers who have been working to unionize Silicon Valley since 2018. Because cafeteria workers are not Google employees and typically come through large contractor companies that Google hires to staff their cafeterias, people who work in food service don't benefit from Google's generous perks. Over the past few years, thousands of them have unionized and in turn secured higher wages, retirement benefits, and free platinum healthcare coverage. Next, the union is planning to make inroads in the South, where union membership is historically low, and Google cafeteria workers in Atlanta presented their management with a plan to unionize last week. Cue someone at Google, Googling how to union bust, and getting annoyed by the irrelevant paid results. The e-cigarette company Juul has agreed to a settlement with 34 states and territories over marketing its product to teenagers and is now responsible to pay $438.5 million, which will go to nationwide programs aimed at reducing tobacco use. The settlement requires Juul to refrain from marketing to young people in a number of ways, including no advertising on public transit or on billboards, no paying influencers, or depicting anyone under 35 in advertisements. You know what that means. Next time your grandma asks for help with the internet, say no. She is their new target. Our final story today takes place on the hallowed battlefield of Jay-Z and Solange. Investigators in New York have seized 27 ancient artifacts valued at more than $13 million from the Metropolitan Museum of Art, claiming that the objects had been looted. Some of the items passed through the hands of people long suspected to have trafficked antiquities before they were acquired by the Met, and they will be returned to their countries of origin, Italy and Egypt. Hmm, questionably obtained artifacts in a century-old museum? Groundbreaking. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you're a fan of this show and appreciate the purposefully tilted viewpoint expressed here, please help support us by leaving a five-star rating on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. And you can leave a review or share your favorite moment of the show on your story, if you're feeling generous. Your ratings and shares help keep the show growing. And if the news is leaving you a little stressed and you're looking for something a little more zen, be sure to check out Betch's newest podcast, Oversharing hosted by my friend and co-founder Jordana Abraham and her sister, psychologist Dr. Naomi Bernstein, as they discuss the challenges we face in all kinds of interpersonal relationships. Jordana's been my go-to for advice for years, and now with her sister's clinical expertise, oversharing is the first thing I listen to every Tuesday morning when new episodes come out. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.